Super Talk Mississippi media production. Whether you're looking to start a career with no student loans or change careers to land one of the happiest jobs in the world, yep, that's construction, Build Mississippi can help. Visit buildmississippi.com to learn why a career in the trades deserves another look. buildmississippi.com. Your future is waiting. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. Um, I really enjoyed that conversation with Tish Williams, the executive director of the Hancock County Chamber of Commerce. She's so resilient. She's such a great leader. They've done so much good work in the pandemic. And of, of course, like everyone else, they're looking forward to you know, finding what their new normal is going to be on the other side of the pandemic. And you can just see so much signs of life happening in Hancock County. And we'll continue to keep the spotlight on over there. So many great leaders working so hard to you know, not only help the community be resilient, but to help it succeed in so many ways. It's just incredible. Now we're going to shift gears. I'm so thrilled to have my friend James Cummins who's the executive director for Wildlife Mississippi, back. Uh, First of all, let me just say good morning, James. How are you? I'm doing great. Good to be on the show, Ricky. Thank you. It's good to see you, too. So like I mentioned off the air, we haven't had an opportunity to kind of, you know, uh, come back and do sort of a reflection on the legislative session. I want to remind people that one of the bills that I talked about on the show a lot, and I don't normally get involved in issues like this as a general rule, but I just felt like this particular one for a lot of, for a host of reasons, the, the, the development of a conservation trust fund uh, is the right thing to do. <clears throat> it's the right thing to do for a bunch of reasons. James and I are going to talk about that in just a minute. Um, this is a bill that passed the, the House by 117 to 2, and it's one that Lieutenant Governor essentially killed. He gutted the bill. Uh, he, uh, he appointed conferees at the last minute, basically killed the bill. And uh, and now we have to figure out what we're going to do about it. But I want to remind people why this is an important conversation and why I'm so passionate about it. First of all, people who know me well know this. I spend a lot of time fishing the backwaters of coastal Mississippi and offshore. And I'll ha- also have a place up in the Mississippi Delta. I hunt ducks and, and deer and just enjoy being up there. I mean, being around a farm in the Delta is just a a cool place to be. And I uh, spent a lot of time up there with friends and uh, do a lot of hard work on improving the conservation of the land that I have the ac- I have access to by working with our farmers and the, the relationship between people who enjoy the, the, uh, the conservation or enjoy, you know, the outdoors in Mississippi, outdoor recreation, the relationship between them and farmers is really critical actually to the whole scheme of enjoying and improving outdoor recreational opportunities here in this state. The reason why this conservation fund was important, James and I are going to talk about here in just a second, but um, probably none more important than the opportunity to leverage a fund that we would create in in the state to to attract what is essentially billions of dollars that are available through various grant mechanisms at the federal level that could come back to the state. We need a fund to be able to do that. We're one one of only two states in in the southeast that do not have such a fund. And in the meantime, while we sort of struggle to find the answer to how we're going to find a way to, to get these federal matching funds, our competitors, you can call them competitors, because when we talk about rec, outdoor recreation, 
these you know our competitor states like Georgia and others are 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 taking their trust funds and leveraging it to mean it, you know in some cases hundreds of millions of dollars. So this is a really important conversation, and we could not get in spite of all the efforts. I mean, this coalition that we'll talk about in a second, this this conservation and wildlife coalition that came together, in spite of all their best efforts, the lieutenant governor essentially did not change his position. He was not a friend of conservation on this issue. I mean, just, I'm going to just tell it straight up. And James and I are going to come back and we're going to talk about it. Lieutenant governor is going to be joining me on Coast View uh, in the next few weeks. And we'll talk more about it. I mean, I don't disagree with him generally, um, I think he's been a fine leader. He's a great Secretary of State, but on this issue, we were we were on opposite sides of the spectrum as it relates to this issue. And now that we didn't get a bill that could be signed by the governor that will, will that will enable us to put this trust fund together, we're going to lose another year of finding um, uh, federal matching funds, and that's not a good place to be. It really isn't at a time when we really should be encouraging significant conservation efforts in this state. So that just kind of wets the whistle a bit. I'm going to, and let's do this before we go any further, James. Remind people two things. What is your organization, Wildlife Mississippi? And then tell them about the coalition that was put together uh, around this uh, conservation trust fund. Okay, sure. Thank, thank you, Ricky. And I think you, you teed the autopsy up very well. So, uh, um, so Wildlife Mississippi is a Private nonprofit conservation organization. We were we were formed a little over, you know, well, almost 25 years ago, primarily by a lot of business leaders. It was really the brainchild of a gentleman from the Mississippi Delta, where you like to hunt and fish, by the name of Clark Reed. Uh, you know, he really was the, the the godfather of the Republican Party in the state, and really felt like that that for all practical purposes, you know, where we were heading in a state with conservation, we were missing a lot of conservative principles. You know, and, and and a lot of that has to do with private land conservation, you know, and how do we, you know, how do we, you know, really tie in, you know, economic development and, and really look at conserving our lands as a way to improve Mississippi's economy. So so that's really the, the why, you know, but we have we have people like Rick Calhoun, people, you know, like Bill Howe in, in Gulfport, you know, uh, Jim Curry and, you know, in Bay St. Louis, you know, but all across the state, John Palmer. You know, uh, a tremendous amount of business leaders, you know, throughout the state that really banded together to help to help create this organization. Um, you know, and you know, talking about the the coalition, you know, if you look at almost every organization that's anybody in the state, you know, you know that that works in the area of of conservation, and you know that's you know, Ducks Unlimited, the Nature Conservancy, Delta Wildlife, Delta Council, uh, Wildlife Mississippi. The Foundation for Wildlife Fisheries and Parks, which is the foundation that was was organized to support our State Department of Wildlife. Uh, all these organizations, we set aside, we don't always agree every time. You know, look, I don't always agree with my wife, you know, <laughs> but we, we set those disagreements aside and we banded together to, to, to really go after something that can improve and, and improve the resources in the state. You know, and, and that's really how the coalition uh, was formed and and we 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 do everything together. Uh, you know everything is by consensus. If you know if if one group or one organization has a real problem, we try to talk through that. And if we can't resolve it, we don't deal with that. You know we set that piece aside. So we we really we we you know and that was really we were trying. It was a lot of effort to try to divide us. You know and and break our coalition up and and we hung tight. You know as Benjamin Franklin said. You know we'll. You know, if we don't hang together, we'll hang separately. Now, you know, uh, uh, and we we certainly, 
you know, hung together and, and worked together very in a very good way. So we'll, we'll come back to the, the efforts that might have been underway to divide you guys, but um, let's talk for just a second about what you bring to the table, James, because you've done a lot of research. Uh, you, you've, you're, you're a conservation improvement expert. You've, you've written extensively about the role private lands play and all of that. Talk about, you know, your, your area of expertise. So, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a trained biologist by, you know, training. I have a BS from Mississippi State and a master's from Virginia Tech. And, and from there, I went on and, and kind of did a little bit different than most people. I started working in the United States Senate uh, for Thad Cochran uh, and ended up spending a lot of time, you know, writing natural resource legislation, but just not just doing that, but making sure that leg- those legislative initiatives benefited the South, benefited Mississippi, and that Mississippians could take advantage of them. And it really pains me to see having all these programs and we can't take advantage of them because we don't have matching funds. So it's 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 really it's really saddening to me to see so many good efforts of of our state leaders in the past, at least at the federal level, and, and everything they've done, you know. And when it gets down to to trying to take advantage of it, we're having a, a, a very difficult time. Yeah, when the lieutenant governor asked this question during the process, just give me the list of projects and and I'll see if I can fund them. When he asked that question, he doesn't understand how it works. I I, I think. Part of the issue here has to be doesn't fully comprehend that a lot of these projects that might 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 be teed up are multi-year projects. It takes time to do them. A lot of innovation is going to be part of that, and you and you have to anticipate where you're going in order to get the the, the matching funds. It's not just a project by project kind of process, is it? Oh, if you, if you if if you look at what where all of these projects what they support. Mississippi has what we call the Mississippi State Wildlife Action Plan, and and it breaks down by species, by habitat type. So everything that we're working toward is really strategic. You know, I mean, I'll give you a great example. I mean, what what he was a part of in develop, in designing the 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 Phil Bryant, you know, making that a, a reality, the Phil Bryant Wildlife Management Area. You know, that's 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 part of what we we as a state view is needed. You know, I mean, you know, you obviously had you know the state government, you had the private sector, the nonprofit sector come together. It really made that a reality, you know, and and that's what we really need with this with this piece of legislation, and and if you kind of look at the differences between, you know, and, and we were, you know, hugely supportive of of the House, and I can't thank the House members enough. 117 to two, as you mentioned earlier, you know, I, you know, look, I've worked in Washington. I don't remember anything passing of that margin in my entire lifetime, you know, unless it's you know Mother's Day or something, you know. I mean, it's you know, it's it's it. You know that's a huge margin and a huge margin of support. You know, but when we when we got to the Senate side, you know, you you had as you mentioned, you know, private lands. You know, that's a you know we we have about seven billion dollars uh, in in private lands conservation dollars. You know, that are available that we don't have an opportunity to take advantage of. You know, the nonprofit sector. But I'll shut up there with. In- so what we're going to do, we're going to pick up right there. I want to make sure that the objections are fully appreciated. You know, the, the private land issue, not having nonprofits be involved with, with, uh, in, the, in the process, and also the issue of diversion. We'll come back to that after this break.
can also listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say, Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. We have James Cummins with us today. He's the Executive Director for Wildlife Mississippi. And when we went to the break, we were talking about the Conservation Trust Fund legislation that didn't make it past the House 117 to 2. The lieutenant governor essentially led an effort to kill it because it, what he did, the changes he made, no private land, no nonprofits involved in the process, and no diversion. Uh, those were those were key issues that were all kind of wiped the slate on the bill. That it was a non-starter once that was done, and um, you know essentially it killed the bill. So here we are trying to figure out now how do we do this in a way that can enable us to develop something that gives us a chance to get all this federal money that's hanging out there. What more do you want to say about diversion, nonprofit community, and private lands? So it's a good good point, Ricky. So on the diversion side, you know, you're talking about increasing the amount of diversions in the state by 0.03%. That's yeah. so insignificant, you know. You know, it, so it, 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 it's, that's, there's such a small amount of dollars. You know, and even the Senate bill, while they, they did not like diversions, they talked about appropriations, but they put no money in the bill. So, you know, I, I don't, I don't, you know, and it's like from the very beginning, I think they, their intention was to kill it. That's why it was triple referred. That's why everything was created with, with such problematic pieces. The nonprofit sector, that plays a, played a huge role in creating the Phil Bryant Wildlife Management Area with the Nature Conservancy, you know. And in the nonprofit sector, you know, I, I, I get we have some problems in the state. You know, there's, there's probably more state people been involved with, you know, you know fraudulent expenditures, expenditures of money than on the nonprofit side. But there's ways you can, you know, between audits and safeguards, there's plenty of ways to to, to, to well, well, most of the nonprofit organizations that uh, are in play to help innovate new approaches to conservation in this state who could use this money, uh, they're already they're already doing federal programs, they're already subject to uh, audits already. We, we spend a huge amount of time making sure we're in compliance, making sure they have the proper documentation, you know, in, in you know, trying to make Sure, we please, you know, a federal auditor is a lot more than, than somebody on the state side. Look, we want it spent on conservation. We want to, we're not trying to, to take the money and spend it you know, or misuse it. Now, James, so the, here's the thing that really surprised me. I'm a, I'm a former CEO. If you were to tell me, let's take Georgia, for example, that you could create a fund with $20 million in it, a conservation trust fund, and leverage it into $100 million, what is it about that case? What is it about the sort of the 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 you know the guts of the economics of this that couldn't we couldn't get across? It seems if ours would be fifteen million. It would top out at fifteen million dollars a year in the third year. But what was it about the the raw business case on this that we couldn't sell? Why couldn't why didn't that resonate? You know, I, you know, for the most part, we view this as a bunch of, you know, if you will, good old boys that like to hunt and fish and go out to Horn Island or wherever, you know, uh, you know. But it, hunting and fishing and 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 the outdoors, it plays such a big part of our quality of life, a big part of social distancing with COVID, a big part of of of. I mean, we may not have everything that misses that, that other states have to offer, but if you're looking at trying to bring people in or retain retain millennials. 
we have it all. We just we just need to we just need to enhance those resources and make those resources available. You know, it's a huge part of Mississippi's you know future, but mm-hmm. it's not when you can't get stuff passed. You know, and so, and I don't so, see a path forward. I mean, you know, in terms of a legislative path forward. Yeah. Know, so, so what 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 is we got to do this? So what's the path? So you know, if I look at okay, you can't you can't get past anti diversion. You can't get past anti private lands, even though it's in the Mississippi Republican Party platform. Blows my mind, um, you know, and I don't think you can get past opposition to nonprofit. So you know, like a lot of things, if you know, if the legislature doesn't doesn't react, then you take it to the people. Uh, and in every case, with the exception of South Carolina, that's how they've established you know these these trust funds. So you know, uh, our coalition is currently having discussions about how do we go about doing that. What does that look like? Is it a you know, do we? You know, instead of going for fifteen, should we try to go for all of the tax on sporting goods? Should we try to look at an Arkansas and Missouri model? What it was a, a one eighth of one cent sales tax. Uh, the the Mississippi Legislature only put six million dollars into the Department of Wildlife seventy nine million dollar budget. It's nothing. Wow. You know, yeah. and it's these resources are so so important to the state. Well. A referendum. It let the people vote. You already have a you have a, uh, a study that was done that showed. I think the number I remember is something like seventy four percent. Maybe it was greater than that. Support for a conservation trust fund. What I loved about the hundred and seventeen to two vote, and you you pointed out the how unusual that is, is that when you go to the subject of outdoor recreation, you know the enjoyment of the outdoors, the, the efforts that we can do to improve our abilities to enjoy the outdoors. That is one that's really bipartisan. I mean, that's that's the one subject where we can say it's bipartisan. It, it's it's totally bipartisan, and you know, you're you're supposed to see the Biden administration, you know, throw hundreds of billions of dollars to conservation, and we don't have our catchers met 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 out ready to catch those dollars and take advantage of them, and that's sad. Well, I'll give, uh, again, I'm going to have Lieutenant Governor on, and we'll talk more about this. Um, you know, I'm not sure there's much he can do to convince me on this particular issue. We're just going to be, we're going to have to agree to disagree. And, um, you know, he's an important leader in our state. And I want to try to understand the process. He's, what's going through his mind, what led him to the conclusions that he that he came to, and his unwillingness, it seems, to negotiate at all on any of these aspects. That's the thing that surprises me about him. But we'll... We'll talk to him and try to understand more about it. Uh, James Cummins from the uh, Wildlife Mississippi, we really appreciate you joining me. It's always a pleasure to be on the show, Ricky. Thank you. It's good to, good to see you too, buddy. We'll talk to you very soon. We're not going to let up. We're going to get a conservation trust fund one way or the other. Thank, thank you for joining good. me here today on Coast View and have a great day. You too. Thank you, Ricky. So glad. Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.